everybody, my name is Kenzie Tartaglioni. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm your master of ceremonies. Hey, I'm Brennan Hershock. I go by he, him pronouns, and I play Sawyer Hook, the mortal. I'm April Consolo. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ivy Duncan, a vampire. Hey there, I'm Mads McDonough. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Caleb Moore, the werewolf. And welcome to Wildmore High. This episode includes underage drinking, discussion of drug use, discussion of sexual assault, gagging noises, drinking blood, blood and gore, allusions to transphobia, and brief descriptions of body horror. You almost ready, Caleb? You're standing in front of the mirror, adjusting the final touches of your outfit. Caleb is wearing the trans mask experience of, please do not perceive me, I would rather die. He is wearing, compared to all these other beautiful outfits, pretty boring get up here. We've got the black dress pants, the black dress shoes, black socks, a black belt. The shirt is slightly crazy. And by that, I mean it's one solid color. It is a uh, deep set emerald green button up and then a black suit coat jacket thrown on over top of that. He's going back and forth right now on whether he wants to wear a tie. So he's been trying to like adjust the tie because if Adam did anything for him, at least he showed him how to tie a fucking tie. So he's been putting the tie on, looking in the mirror, taking it off, trying to pop the collar a little bit, have like one button down. No, no, no. Button it back up, set the collar right, put the tie back on. And he's been doing this for the past like 10, 15 minutes. By the time that Adam calls, he's half way into tying it again and just quickly finishes doing it because I mean at least you can put that away in your pocket if it if it's not right and I'm in the car I'll just take it off and put it in my pocket it's better to have it Adam peeks around the door he has on a dark purple dress shirt tucked into slacks his jacket matches the pants and the sleeves of the jacket are purposefully a little short with the purple shirt sticking down past the ends of it and of course because it's Adam his collar is popped And instead of looking like a fratty bro, it makes the outfit. His hair is shorter around the ears than yours is, and he managed to gel his hair in the flawlessly messy way of his that you've never been able to manage. As he looks in, he repeats, you ready? I look at his outfit at the collar, and I tie the tie more, (laughs) deciding that, yeah, this is the better option. Sam appears next to him in the doorway and says, I'm ready. And they have on a loose black shirt with large white dots. It's got a few buttons at the neck undone. It's tucked into loose cloth striped gray pants. Light gray socks stick above these just old worn black lace-up shoes. And to top it off, he has a long knee-length blue sweater on. Their eyeliner is messy, but they don't seem to really care. And their wavy hair hangs a bit in their face, their cheeks shining with glitter. It's giving like dark academia. Adam strides into your room and reaches up and straightens your tie. And then he throws his arm around your shoulder and centers you both in the mirror. And he smiles at your reflections. It's uncanny, all of it really. Adam, him acting like a brother, the resemblance. And he goes, 
Why didn't you ask anyone? Look at you. They'd be lucky. I asked someone. I'm meeting the mayor. Also, I mean, technically he asked me. Adam shoots Sam a look and said, yeah, after my date turned you down. Okay, come on. That wasn't Sam. It was a really nice gesture. I promise, bud. I never expected Ivy to say yes to me. Then why'd you ask her? Sam just kind of shrugs and shoves their hands in their pockets. I don't know, because I'm tired of, like, not doing anything. So I did something. And Ivy's really pretty, and I had fun with her at your party, so I thought we'd have fun dancing together again. It's not a big deal. But, I'm, you know, technically, I'm still going with her because um, we're all going to be in the same car. So, I don't know. Adam, I think maybe uh, you just don't know what's happening this evening. Maybe next time, just not, like, the whole school kind of being in on it before Ivy was. Maybe just, like, a suggestion for next time. Yeah, no, I really went like all big spectacle grand gesture on my first try so there's a, I think next time I'll just probably ask somebody just by saying hey yeah you you hit the limit yeah and now you know where the limit is so we can just draw back from there she was very kind about it I will say because she did not look too happy but she didn't like slap me and that could have happened so Adam kind of slaps you on the back, Caleb, and says, all right, all right, enough talking about her. She's going to be here in a minute. Both of you guys get the back seat, though, because Ivy gets shotgun. <sighs> Don't complain, Caleb. If you had a date, we wouldn't even be discussing it, okay? I didn't say anything. I heard the groan. <laughs> I shoulder past him. I'm going to stop in the bathroom on my way out, though, like just in the hallway. And I have like a little case in there that has some jewelry in it. Most of it is pretty old. A lot of it I don't wear anymore and some of it honestly I feel nervous to wear there's an aspect of still enjoying these things that are perceived as being more feminine that makes me feel like if someone were to see me with it that I would not be me anymore and so I hesitate for a moment and kind of rustle around in it pick through some things and I find uh this little uh pair of they're like they look like an onyx almost like gem uh, they're tiny little studded earrings I pick up kind of hold to the light for a moment, think really hard on it, and put them on. Okay, I'm ready. Can we get going? Yeah, yeah, she'll be here in a sec. And as he says that, you can hear uh, a car pull up to outside of your house, and Adam is, like, out the door immediately, has forgotten about you and Sam as soon as Ivy arrives. And Sam goes, okay, I'm starting to realize that this could be awkward. Oh, you mean sitting in the car with Ivy after you tried to ask her out? That part? That awkward part? Yeah. You know, I'd rib into you more for this, but honestly, Adam is, like, a really 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 stupid dog to a bone right now he's not gonna make any sense in the car and ivy's gonna be so caught up with him like whatever is going on between them right now i'm sort of used to it they won't acknowledge us okay i can do that most people don't I, I reach out and grab uh, Sam and use my arm to kind of put them into a headlock. I'm about to ruffle up their hair. And then I remember that they did try and make it really nice today. And so I'm about to. And then my hand reaches down, flicks his nose oh, instead. Goodness gracious. And then I shove them to the side and I start running downstairs. Ivy, you've barely parked the car before Adam is opening the driver's side seat and almost half bowing to you with a hand out. Jesus, give me a second to put my shoes back on. Ivy, like, reaches around and grabs her heels and... I could just carry you to my car and then you wouldn't even have to put your shoes on. Ivy's dangling, like, her heels from one finger. 
She goes, oh really? Well, by all means. And he like dips inside the car a little bit and scoops you up, like bridal carries you over to his car instead. And Caleb is walking out of the house as you're in Adam's arms. And Adam goes, Caleb, Caleb, get the door, get the door for me. I look at the two of them and then I look at Sam. I look at the two of them again and I walk to the back seat. And close the doors to the car. Caleb! Sam, Sam, can you be uh, nicer than my brother? Yay, okay. And Sam opens the passenger seat door and then follows Caleb into the back of the, into the back seat. And Adam walks over and puts you in the car. Ivy looks over her shoulder and throws a little, thanks, Sam. Sam takes a deep stuttering breath. Adam shuts the door and walks around to the driver's side. And as he gets in and he turns the car on, it kind of like the car kind of shakes a little bit and stutters to life. It probably would have been better if he drove your car, but if your dad's smelled Adam in their car, they might be not very happy about it. So he gets in, the car kind of stutters to life a little bit and he goes, I have a surprise for you. And he reaches in the middle console and pulls out uh, a CD case and opens it up and slides a CD in. And you can kind of see it's orange and it's got some Sharpie on it. And you recognize it as like a playlist you guys made together while you were dating of just songs that you both liked when you were listening to the radio on drives. And he puts it in. He's like, I just thought that memories are good and it could, I don't know, start the night off on a good note. Ivy looks at him just, woo, eyes shining. Um, And she kind of like leans over and gives him a kiss on the cheek. And she says, it's perfect. From the back seat, I say, if there is any Peter Gabriel on this playlist, I am not even going to bother opening up the door. I'm going to vomit on the floor. Caleb, I don't even know who that is. A man without taste. Thank God. Okay. (laughs) Caleb, your phone goes off with a text. It's from Sam. Sideways glance to Sam, look down at the message. Their eyes are glued onto their phone and the text reads, they're kind of really gross. My sideways glance to Sam turns into like a full turn to Sam. And then without looking, like I type on my phone as I'm staring at them. I say, you think? Sawyer, you also get a text in the backseat with Natalie as your mom is driving you to Wildmore High. It is also from Sam. And it is in the group message that you have with Caleb. And it says, Ivy and Adam are kind of like really gross. I reply in the group message. I tried to warn them. How far are you guys? We're sitting on the lawn outside of Caleb's house. Fuck. We haven't even started. Fuck, we're like almost there. Ivy is holding, like, has her hand wound into, like, the nape of Adam's neck in his hair and is just twirling, like, one curl around her finger. I reply to the group text message with Sawyer and say, why are you so worried? And then out loud, whenever I see this happening, I go, you get a response in all caps back, mom. And then another singular text, homecoming, chaperone. Yeah, okay, you have a right to be nervous because that is terrifying. I reply back, LMAO. I send a uh, a text to Ivy. Pics, bitch. Ivy has already taken pictures, a million pictures for that night, and they look flawless. So when her phone goes off, she doesn't even, like, remove her hand from Adam's neck. She just sends Sawyer the, like, folder of 30 selfies that she's already taken. As Sawyer receives that message, you hear, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. This is pictures of Ivy's dress. And Natalie's eyes kind of widen a little bit, and she goes, yeah, she looks great. I just text back, Natalie says you look great. I just thumbs up that one. And Natalie goes, oh, you didn't have to tell her that. Why? It's gonna, why? 
I just, I guess I... She looks great. Yep, mm-hmm, she does. Hey, by the way, and I'll like lean in over the, the music that I'm sure my mom is like singing over. When we stop, we're gonna make a break for it. Like when we stop at the school? Yeah. Maybe she'll, wait one second. Um, Mrs. Hook, can I have, I have a question. And your mom turns down the stairs. And she's like, yes, yes, what is it? And Natalie goes, do you think that you could let us out by the front doors before you go park? Because we have to like get in line for, t uh, to get our tickets scanned. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think I can do that. Definitely. Awesome. Hey, I really love that part of the song. Should you turn it back up? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. And she turns the music back up. And I'll just thumbs up over to Natalie. She gives you a little thumbs up as well. Ivy texts Sawyer and just says, what era of costume are you wearing? You'll see. So Caleb did ask someone with the full intention to make someone else very jealous. Caleb isn't great at doing those things on his own, and remembered that he did have a new friend of sorts that potentially they could do favors for each other. This felt like a very good favor. So Caleb reaches out to his new friend Q about a little arrangement for homecoming. And of course, Caleb didn't actually get his number or any other information. So this is a series of events that take place around school trying to talk to the people that he knows that Sawyer used to be close with because those are the circles you would be able to find him through. And a little bit of digging, a little bit of bluntness, a lot of bit of bluntness, and a little bit of honesty is enough to be able to drag Q out that I think they're able to meet uh, under the bridge. You're there first, and then you can hear crunching leaves as... Q in a hoodie, honestly, wearing what kind of looks like what you wear a lot, just a t-shirt, a hoodie, jeans, sneakers, hands deep in his pockets, kind of jerks his head, nods at you as he sees you. Caleb, been a while. Q, you know, there's no easy way to say this. I want to make someone very jealous. Maybe this is using you a little bit, but also I could actually take you out to dinner sometime, maybe another time. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Will you go to homecoming with me? He is absolutely surprised, taken aback. Those were not the words that he would have in a million years thought would come out of your mouth. Uh, like at Wildmore High? No, right now under this bridge with the toads. Of course it's at Wildmore High. Jesus, Caleb, don't need to be so aggressive about it. This is a, like a really weird ask out of nowhere. Okay, yeah, you got a point there. Have you ever been to homecoming before? Yeah, like when I was in high school. Well, you have practice then. I've never been to homecoming before. I went to private school. They didn't really do that. Uh, I'm like not... He kind of uh, looks away and like just runs his hand weirdly through his hair and blows out through his lips. Just I'm like not gay. Caleb like hooks his eyebrows up a little bit and like cants his head to the side. And says, "Well, I am. Do you want? Do you want a prize?" I just mean that like I don't know if anybody would believe us going to homecoming together. Caleb kind of huffs, crosses his arms, like looks up, and then closes his eyes and looks back at Q, takes one step forward, and says, let me try something. What does that mean? Just a test. See if it's believable. Caleb, I'm like five years older than you. Caleb kind of like tilts his head to the side again, lifts both of his eyebrows up. It's an act, Q. You don't need to make this so serious. Okay, but I just like had the vibe that you were gonna like try to kiss me and that would be really uncomfortable seeing that you're underage. <sighs> okay, he takes a step back again. We can just be there then. Honestly, I think just you being in the vicinity is going to get the job done. You're a businessman kind of guy. This is just another transaction. Okay, more 
and I'm going to ask for something in return. Caleb shrugs a little bit. I thought so. What do you have in mind? Uh, the Halloween party at Blackthorn Manor. Get me in? He thinks for a minute. I'll figure it out. He sighs. Don't expect me to, like, get really fancy, okay? I roll my eyes again, and then I go to walk past him and kind of, like, tap him on the shoulder a little, like, give him a little pat on the shoulder as I'm passing by and say, the accent color is green. Okay. Oh, and he catches you as you walk away. Uh, I guess, like, if you have to call me a name when we're there, it would be weird if you called me by my name and not by the name everybody else calls me. Do you want me to call you something other than Q? Master Kush still feels I really, I know, really I don't like it, mouth. but I guess just, I guess just, I mean, maybe Please tell would... me you didn't come up with that yourself. No, we had this conversation. I didn't do it. You'd never give yourself your own nickname. I know. It's just, it, it feels like maybe you thought about it at least a little too long. No, Q's fine. It, it might help you sell it. Can I ask why you're going through all this trouble to make somebody jealous? Caleb stopped. Before he was kind of like talking over his shoulder and now he's just like looking down at the dirt. He sees like a weird looking rock and kind of tries to stub his toe into it so it kicks to the side. I feel like a lot of my life has been in the shadow of other people. I'm, he like motions his hand around and then motions between the two of them. Blunt, direct, harsh, whatever. The subtlety stuff, I don't know. I didn't think it worked that well, but it works really well for everyone else I go to school with. So maybe play their game for a little bit. I don't know if it will actually bring me peace. If this is all just a really weird, bad idea that I thought up last night. I think it's pretty much a really weird, bad idea that you thought up last night, but that doesn't mean it won't work. If it gets the results that I want, is it really that weird? Yeah, it's still pretty fucking weird. Oh, come on. No one's gonna know. I just think it, like, I just think it's weird. I'm the only one who's gonna know. I'm not gonna tell anybody. I'm gonna, like, turn around properly to look back at Q now. It's Sawyer. I mean, I'll still do it, but I don't know if being with me is gonna make him jealous or make him mad. Caleb bites his lip. Well, everything else isn't working, so at least it will get something out of him. It's either that or I, like, plan some grand elaborate scheme where I bring in the whole theater department at the high school and, like, try to ask him out, which would just result in him laughing at me. That sounds like the worst decision you could ever make. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's uh, really, really bad to witness, actually, and I never want to do something like that. All right, Caleb. Well, you got a deal. I'll just meet you there, I guess. I haven't been back to that school, inside that school, since I graduated. That's gonna be weird. Called homecoming for a reason. I hope no one calls Wildmore High their home. Yeah, it's kind of a shit place, isn't it? But that's kind of home. Isn't it kind of messed up, the shitty places that we find comfort in? When it's all that you've ever known, yeah. Hey, next time you want to, like, ask me a simple question and that's gonna take five minutes, can we, like, do it not... 20 minutes outside of town. I pull my phone out of my pocket. I open up the new contact and hand it over to him. He types his name and number in and then texts himself from your phone. This would probably be helpful for that night anyway, so. I take my phone back and I just hold it up next to my head, shake it a little bit. And again, I say, green. He runs his hand through his hair again. He says, oh, one more thing. You know that I know, right? I lower my phone. No. I just told you I'm gay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't care. That's fine. Uh, I don't care about the other thing either, but like I know the other thing. And like everybody knows the other thing. And I know you don't want everybody to know, but we all do. You're gonna have to give me something more to work with here. Uh, the last time I said something about it, Sawyer tried to fight me, so I don't really know how to say it. That's not, I guess, mean. I just had a conversation with you about how blunt and off-putting I am. You can tell me anything. Uh, we all, like, know, because we all lived in this town, that, like, you weren't a dude before. Caleb 
puts his hands on his hips, stares at Q, and... It just seemed like it was something that you didn't want anybody to know, but we all knew anyway. And I just wanted you to know that I knew. And I said, I don't care. I just thought that if you were trying not to have people know, I know. And you should know that I know. He looks skyward again, then like somewhere past Q's shoulder, takes a deep breath in and back out, nods once. Yep, thanks for your honesty. This is the part where, instead of saying that, I punched Sawyer in the face. So, um, I think that maybe that this would work, at least in the sense that, um, I think that you could make him jealous. I think there's something there that, yeah, I think you're right. Wait, what are you- I'm, I'm, I'm confused, you lost me. I'm trying to say the things, but like say them in a way that isn't rude or mean and it's just like all- it's just making me ramble and circle because I don't know how to say anything about anything. The best way to say something that you don't know how to say is just to say it and hope that the company that you keep will understand your intentions anyways. My best friend taught me that. It's been working well so far. Uh, okay. Sawyer cares enough about you to try to fight me if, when I said something stupid, and so I think that means... I guess I don't know what type of care that is, but I just think that you have a shot. So what I'm saying is if you're trying to make him jealous with me... I just, I just think that in, in general, you would have a shot at making him jealous. I think that there are feelings that exist that jealousy could, I don't know, it could work. Caleb nods and bites his lip to keep himself from smiling because he's trying so hard in this interaction to act like he's kind of got his shit together. But instead, whenever he nods and tries to say like, okay, thank you for telling me again, he goes, <clears throat> your input's noted. Uh, cool. I'll see you in like a week then. He just nods a couple more times, and it seems like all of this showy bluster has just been gut punched out of him. So he just goes, see it. Turns around to leave. Sawyer, as your mom pulls into the entrance of Wildmore High, you see a figure standing just off the sidewalk, trying to stay away from the rest of the crowd. Arms crossed over his chest, just kind of looking around like, like he's keeping an eye out in his master kush. But you pass, and he doesn't seem to take any notice of you guys in the car as you pass by him. And your mom lets you out in front of the school, as promised. And you can see that the front doors of the building are thrown open wide. You see that the commons has been fully decorated, the columns twirled with streamers, lights strung all around the windows. There is a table set up where they are collecting tickets, but there's a line out the door currently because there are two Wildmore police officers administering breathalyzer tests to everyone before they can enter. As soon as my mom drives away, I do the little, like, just forefinger wave. I look over at that figure standing there and try to just shake it off. Turn back to Natalie. Um, by the way, I just wanted to get the hell out of there with my parents and everything. Um, but you look beautiful, and, um, I, uh, I just want to have, like, a good time tonight. So let's just have an easy night, huh? There's a hint of a blush on her cheeks as you say that, and she goes, Say, thank you. Um, yeah, I... I think, you know, we both thought that we would have fun tonight, so coming together, so, um, yeah, I just want to have a fun time, too. Yeah, sorry about the teal shoes. By the way, I found, kind of found it them last me, minute. It threw me, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, you're, you're in a lot of white, so you needed to pop a color, so I get it. Yeah, man, 
I hope the punch is, um, well, it's gonna be bright red because it's punch, so I'll just be careful about that. This is just gonna absorb everything. Yeah, it's just a walking stain magnet. I have something, but we have to get inside first and then we'll talk, okay? Okay, cool. You're not like, you didn't, you didn't take a couple shots because you're nervous or anything before showing up to my house, right? So you were gonna pass here? Because who would do that? It's taking a stupid amount of time because half the time the breastalyzer thing isn't actually working correctly and they have to do like people multiple times and it's just holding up the whole shindig. At some point you hear, ah, oh, come on, man, seriously? As a student is turned away and so you see Oreos high off his ass, throwing his hands up in surrender and walking away from the building towards you. And he puts a hand up, he goes, if it isn't runs, long time no see, my dude. Yes, uh, yeah, hey, what's up? He is not dressed at all like he is going to homecoming. He's just in jeans and a t-shirt. Where's the duds? They wouldn't let me in because they said I was high. Yeah, fucking course. Yeah, yeah, like they should know right by now. So that's a bummer. Yeah, well, hey, how have you, like, been with the crew? Uh, oh, uh, everything's kind of the same, chill. Yeah, very chill. Kind of miss you, dude. Do you? You're kind of cool. I mean, you brought, like, a different energy to this space. Yeah, sure, Oreos. Hey, um, is everyone here? Oh, I mean, I assume Widow is. I haven't seen him, though. But, like... Everyone? Widow, Sour Diesel, maybe. And I just turn his head over to, to Master Kush. Well, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Who wants to come back to high school once you graduate? Yeah, I thought it was weird as well. There's no way he's getting through the breathalyzer, right? Uh, I mean... No chance. Unless he's sober. Yeah, but I mean... He's probably, aside from you now, the most sober of us all, so... What? Yeah, he kind of runs the business, man. Are, are you going to sneak in the back or something? I was thinking about it, but also, like, is it worth it? Is this going to be a fun night? I guess we'll never know unless I get in. See ya. Cool, cool, cool. Don't get attacked by, like, any big cats, you know? <laughs> Whatever you say. He's, uh, I've never met him before. He's just, uh, yeah, he's just Oreos. He doesn't seem like he could fly under the radar. He's pretty out there. Big on energies. He doesn't come to school a lot because I don't see him. No, he hangs out in the sewers. Oh, um, odd, I guess. Why would someone want to do that? I guess now that I think about it, it is a good place to smoke weed. Oh, that's how you know him, because, ah, I see, I see. Okay, makes a little bit more sense now. Yeah, we sort of, um, Oreos, Bronze, like, what, you know, we're all named after a different strain that we smoked. It's pretty lame. So Runtz wasn't, like, a an age joke or a height joke? It probably was, too. Yeah, it probably was as well. Yeah. But I don't hang out with them anymore. Yeah, I hang out with a lot cooler people now. You guys are just making it to the front of the line when you see Adam's car pulled in, packed with people. Caleb, you see as the car pulls in, Q standing outside. Doesn't seem to notice that you're in this car, though. You just see him like still like scanning, looking about. And Adam pulls into a parking spot and says, Ivy, sit. Do not move. And he gets out of the car and he runs around the front and he opens the door. Ivy flips 
her hair a little bit and like slowly sticks her legs out of the car, stands up. It's like still kind of light out, so the setting sun like hits all the sequins on her dress and like refracts onto the ground in front of her, so she's literally lit up. She reaches up and like gives Adam a little kiss and says, thanks baby. In the group chat with <laughs> Caleb and Sam, there's a gift that just pops up that's a cat just like profusely trying to throw up. Before Adam is able to make his way around the car, he's moving fast. He's booking it. In that split second where he hops out of the car, slams the car door closed, and is moving, I lean forward enough so that both Ivy and Sam can hear me at the same time. And I say, okay, so I did actually ask someone to homecoming, but neither of you can freak out about this, and I promise it's just a bit. It's just like a funny little time. It's just a little act that we're both putting on. He owed me a favor, and um, we're just not gonna we're gonna, not gonna talk about it anymore. Oh, and then Adam's opening the door. Sam is just staring at you like, what the fuck? But not saying anything, but just like staring at you. Ivy, it all hits you as you're swept up into Adam's energy of this is your guys' night and he's gonna make it happen. Ivy just throws like one raised eyebrow in Caleb's direction as her and Adam approach the school. Sam climbs out of the car, kind of like adjusts their sweater. I realize now that I'm gonna get hot in this. Whew. I thought that's why you wore the layers, so you could do like a slow reveal throughout the night. His eyes widen, like you just gave them the best idea ever. I never even- No, this was the whole fit! This was the whole thing! Well, I'm making adjustments for you, you're welcome. Do you think Ivy would have liked it better with the sweater off and they kind of dramatically throw the sweater like over their shoulders, so it's off their shoulders, so you like can't really see it anymore? I take one step back, like cross my arm over my chest and then put one of my hands to my chin like I'm greatly appraising their outfit, really taking it in. I do like a slow up and down nod and then a hmm, hmm. I think she would have liked it better if you had just asked her and not made it into a production. I think that was where it stopped. That was where I fucked up. Okay. It's not because I don't have a popped collar. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's not that. Cool, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. I still am going to see if I can wiggle my way in there and like get a dance. I'm gonna try. Honestly? Okay, they're gross. They're disgusting. But Ivy, when she's on like this, saves face. I think she'd go for a dance. Okay. And he pulls the sweater back up over their shoulders. I lean in a little bit. So the thing that I just mentioned in the car oh, again, yeah, don't, what the fuck? don't talk about it. We're not gonna big deal about it all. It's just Lips a friend of mine. And then I look to the side where Q is like just kind of lingering on the outskirts and I allow like my glance to the side like Sam to kind of put that together and look where I'm looking. It takes a bit. They look where you look and they see the person and they just kind of like look around a little bit and they're like, what? Him? Caleb? Since when are you friends with Master Kush? He's like a drug dealer. His name is Q, first of I all. I thought Sawyer said he was a bad dude and then he dropped him. Yeah. And he doesn't hang out yeah, with him well, anymore. You know who else Since is? Since what are you friends? A bad dude. Since a while. Oh my goodness, Caleb. We're doing are each we other a favor. Okay, this is just like a transaction, like a business deal. I don't think I can get drugs out of him, though. I don't. I don't think that's part of this one. If I wanted to do something later, I could probably. I wasn't asking to get drugs, Caleb. I'm saying that I'm a little bit irritated by the fact that you kept this a secret from me. 
okay, look, I, I'm going to grab, like, Sam's shoulders and move them closer to me so that my head is just over top of, like, where their shoulder is so that I'm almost directly whispering into their ear, but it's just, like, a weird little position that we're in. I'm going to tell you a secret, and you cannot tell anyone this. You have to die in this moment with this secret if you let this go. I actually, know I will kill you. I will find you, Sam. Do you understand? Yeah, mm-hmm. They swallow. I'm doing it to make someone else jealous. Who? Someone important to me. Caleb, I don't like you like that. Sam, I, I like lean into his ear closer. I go, hey. Sam, I love you so much. I would never do that. Please, this is so platonic. I love you so much. I bite their ear. Don't say that ever again. Okay, well then who? I'm waiting. Who else? Sam, my wonderful, beautiful, very smart friend that can put things together is even sort of an aspect of my life. Um. That was not in the car that we were just in. Gross. Their eyes widen as realization hits them. They take a sharp intake of breath. I'm gonna be a third wheel! No. No. We can't have a business of making a video game together when then one of us is a third wheel! Sam, 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 this you is come back horrible. to Earth for a minute. Why? Here, come I, on. No, you, Sam, what? Sam, I pull away from them so that I can look them in the eyes now. You are my number one, okay? Okay. I would never third wheel you. If there's a chance that I could possibly third wheel you, I would just not let it happen. I would just, I would just simply leave. They have a sour expression on their face as they consider this situation. Caleb, I'll take your word for it, but I don't think that people choose to third wheel people. I think that it happens because they are enamored with the other person. So I pull one of my hands off their shoulders and I like put up one finger. I say, then I'm holding you to this, Sam. If I start to third wheel you, you can just you can just take me out. You could just knock me out cold. You could just at the kneecaps, flat on my ass. Or like just tell me to shut up. Yeah, I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't think I could physically knock you out. You scared off that football player at the quarry party, so... Yeah, it's kind of a problem. I'm working on it. But if I start to third wheel you, we, we, we can come up with like a code word. We can say something that then we'll know. Why would we need a code word? Why wouldn't I just look at you guys and be like, stop flirting? Well, well, when when you put it like when you put it like that, I mean, like it makes more sense that way. I don't know. I yeah, you can say that too, I guess. Or you could say like watermelon, clementine. The caboose is uh, code word might be kind of fun. <laughs> oh, that's really funny in this situation, Caleb. <laughs> the caboose. What? The caboose is loose. Being the, the code word again is really funny in this situation because I think it it it, it like mirrors the the saying that my uncle told me about one time. Well, actually, it wasn't my uncle. It was my mom yelling at my uncle on the phone and telling him that if he didn't stop chasing ass and get a life that she would cut him off i think that like chasing ass and the caboose is loose could be the same sentence i will allow you to say this and i will not make a fuss about it i'm not loosing the caboose but you are they wiggle their eyebrows oh my god and i shove them away (laughs) speaking of loosing the caboose and they look over your shoulder and you turn and you see Q walking towards you and while he said not to expect much that he wasn't getting dressed up he is wearing very well fitted clothing like just it looks good it it looks almost as well fit as Adam's clothes look on him it is a dark green like an army green pant with white 
sneakers, white button down, and an army green vest on top of it with the buttons of the white shirt undone. He has like a, a rough, like short beard that he has made sure to trim up nicely. His hair is kind of, not like slicked back, but like gelled to stay in place nicely on his head. And he strides towards you with his, like one hand in his pocket and the other just swinging by his side. I think it's the wrong green. I give him a once over similar to what I just did with Sam, but this one instead is like actual appraisal. And then I look back up to him. You clean up really nice. You're sure you're not gay? Yeah, I just wore this to like my cousin's wedding last year, so I had it in my closet. It's a good thing your cousin used green as accent too, huh? Yeah, but again, not the not the same green, I'm sorry. Uh, you just said green. Yeah, it works. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> he just points at Sam. This is Sam. Sam narrows their eyes. Sam, you know of Q. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard of you. Don't call him that weird name. Please don't. I don't call him any name. Well, the, the, you're thinking it. I can I can see it in your brain. Well, isn't that what your name is? I look over at Q. You can just call me Q, too. And he goes to run his hand through his hair, but he, like, remembers that it's done. And he just drops his hand again. Uh, anyways, yeah, so you have the tickets, yeah? Mm-hmm. Great. And then he sticks his hand out towards you. I look down at it. I look back up at him. I'm not going to give you a small stroke, am I? I'm... We, you want to sell it, yeah? I take his hand. Sam is just looking at him, just with like, like he was a dad giving the shovel talk, like just so intense. Sam is going to have their eyes on cue all night. You guys walk towards the entrance. Ivy and Adam get there first, and Adam does not go to the back of the line. He just strides up exactly where Natalie and Sawyer are and goes, Hey, Sawyer, how's it going? What's up? You look great, man. Thanks. Is that Rococo? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hell yeah. You like it? I do, actually. Cool. It's very you. Yeah, I thrifted for like fucking six weeks for this. Like before I even thought I was going to go. I, this was just going to be like something I would wear, but... No, it, it suits you. Thanks. And you guys, wow. Like, holy shit. Picture didn't do any justice. Ivy kind of like rolls her eyes, but with a smile. She goes, thank you, of course. Her eyes like flit over to Natalie. Hey. Natalie is trying to avoid eye contact with you, which means that she kind of has her eyes like on your shoulder. <laughs> and she's just like, hey, yeah, you look great. But I think Sawyer already told you I thought that. So. Yeah, you, you look gorgeous. That color is so good on you. She looks like she's trying to hold back a smile and like fight it. And she says, thanks. And she finally meets your eyes. Ivy kind of glances down at her shoulder and then it down at her boobs and then meets eye contact with natalie i look to adam you look gorgeous too wow ah yeah thanks man you look well i said that already yeah whatever i mean it man you look great i don't think i can pull that off you know i keep getting those sort of like i don't know if it's a full-on compliment sort of okay fine you look great man and a compliment cool that works for me ivy like slaps Sawyer's cheek and says, I told you you look good. Is that not enough? Hey, you guys aren't uh, fucked up, are you? Because, and I'll point up ahead the line. Ivy shrugs and she's like, not yet. But then her eyes like flick up to Adam and study him. Same with Sawyer. Sawyer's just like really intently looking at Adam. His eyes in his head is turning between both of you and he goes, I'm fine. Sure. Cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah cool. Mm -hmm. Ivy, he squeezes your hand. I'm fine. 
yeah, don't worry. I mean, I was never worried about this. Okay. And as he says that, Caleb, Q is walking straight towards this group. Hand in your hand. So we really doing this? No back of the line? You, you just want to go? I mean, they're your friends, right? And they're the people that, or he's the person that, isn't it best to just hit it head on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Super right. I squeeze his hand a little bit to kind of ground myself. And I don't realize that my nails are a little bit sharper than they usually are right now. Hey, Caleb. And then I, I like pull I pull back immediately like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted this. Yeah, you asked me. I did. I did. Did. You hear Sam grumble? I, I don't know why he did that. That's so fucking weird. I don't know why we're all doing this right now. I, I elbow Sam. <laughs> Ivy hears them first and turns her head and just screams. Ah! No fucking way. I, I don't say anything. I just tilt my jaw up a little bit and like cant my head to the side, raise my eyebrows. Sawyer tilts his head over and instantly just like furrows his brow. As they both get up to your group, um, Q says, Sawyer, and there's like a little smile on his face. Kind of far from the retirement home, huh? I was trying to be polite and not call you runts, but we can do that if it's how you want it to be. Whatever. Ivy's eyes go between Adam and Sawyer and Caleb and Sam and Q and then her eyes just lock on Caleb and she just gives this slow shake of her head with a huge grin. Caleb is looking like into the middle distance again past everyone and rethinking every decision that he made and then slips to the side to like make eye contact with Ivy after feeling her eyes boring into the side of his head. There's this moment where they lock eyes and it's this like terrible gay panic. <laughs> Where it's like, the, it starts to slip a little bit, like the, the resolve that he had coming into this. Like the, oh no, did I fuck up? And then like his eyes like narrow just a little bit. And it's that like moment of like, remember what I just told you in the car that this is just a bit and we're not going to fucking talk about it, that this is just a bit. Ivy just gives you one huge wink. At the wink, my eyes like dart to the side and it just so happens that when they dart to the side I lock eyes with Sawyer Sawyer looks pissed I look at Sawyer and there's this moment where like my eyes like widen just a bit like crestfallen like oh no I've disappointed him oh this is terrible oh this isn't what I wanted at all I should have done everything different I should have done this is so bad why did I do this and then like my eyes start to like track down and then I catch like are they holding hands are, is, are Sawyer and Natalie holding hands right now i think that when ivy and adam came up natalie dropped sawyer's hand i think at that point we were probably just chilling next to each other my eyes like tracked down just a little bit to be able to see like the hint of like pop of color from natalie's dress and then like i look up back up and i see natalie again i see sawyer standing next to natalie and i see the two of them standing here together matching to some degree even though sawyer is really fucking off the walls for some reason i look at sawyer again and that oh no i messed up oh no i disappointed him all of that gets shoved somewhere in the back of my brain and instead this really heady teenage part rears its head and comes to the forefront so that out of my mouth instead I say hey you look nice oh you guys look so cute together thanks of course and Sawyer looks at Ivy like what the fuck do I do in this situation Ivy doesn't look at Sawyer she just 
keeps staring at Caleb. She goes, and you guys, you two look so cute together too. Q does the thing with his hand again where he forgets about his hair and hesitates and goes, um, wrong greens, but we tried. No, it goes. It like, it works for you. You clean up real nice, man. So I've been told. I bump my shoulder into him a little bit. I go, he's being modest. The suit still smells like weed though. Yeah, man, I live above a weed shop, so. I look over to Sawyer. Well, hope you get past. Don't worry, we're all getting through. I look at Ivy. I look at Ivy. Uh, Q looks like he's taller than you, uh, Caleb, so he kind of looks over and down at you and he goes, I'm not high, by the way, if you were worried about that. I glance up at him, I know. The dance committee has decorated the hallways in a path leading to the gym. The lockers are covered in fabric and strange golden branches. You can hear the music and it gets louder and louder until you enter the gym. They've done their best. Transforming the gym into anything other than a gym is difficult. There is a balloon arch across the doorway when you walk in, light yellow and peach in color. There are billowing pieces of fabric draped across the ceiling and strange structures of wires and fairy lights placed at the outskirts. There's a photo booth with accessories and a backdrop. There is a long table of snacks and drinks out of the way of of the dance floor. The bleachers have been pulled out for seating, also offering, though not on purpose, a bit of a space underneath that people can get to. The seats have been covered in a cream-colored cloth with lights running up the stairs. There's a temporary stage set up with all of Jordan's DJ equipment, as well as towers of lights that she seems to be controlling. Just flashing colors, strobing, the lights perfectly paired with the beat of the music. Jordan is up there currently. She is wearing a black cropped tank top connected at the bottom by two chains to her black shorts with straps that kind of hang down the front of the shorts, connecting to this metal circle on the middle of her thigh that has a strap around her thigh. Her legs are covered in fishnets and she has on a blue and black plaid shirt that's hanging off her shoulders as she DJs. There's a necklace that lays at her throat and her hair is pulled up and back. You can see from the lights, this like light sheen of sweat on her forehead as she jumps up and down trying to hype up the crowd from the booth. There's a table with a box on it for voting for homecoming king and queen. And that is what you see as you kind of enter this overwhelmingly noisy and light crazy place. Ivy immediately spots Jordan looking hot. You've seen her before and like she's outdone herself because like you, she's fine, you know, like you've noticed her, but like she keeps to herself. She's a band kid. She hangs out with all those people. This is different. Ivy immediately just like takes her in and then she turns to the whole group and goes, when did Jordan get hot? Sawyer is like not looking at you. Caleb looks and acknowledges, but like it ain't there. Sam looks and they go, wow, yeah. She's pretty hot. Thank you, Sam. I got your back. Ivy like glares at Sawyer and Caleb. I look at Natalie. You wanna go dance? Yes, 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 yes. Come here, come here, come here. And Natalie pulls you kind of aside, not under the bleachers, but like just to the side of them where they're open. And she goes, okay, so I know that you've stopped smoking weed, but I've got this. And from this little purse she has, she pulls out a flask and she wiggles it in front of you. Do you want any? Fuck 
Yes. I'll take a very large swig of it. Um, you hand it back, and she kind of mirrors that. She puts it to her lips, throws her head back, takes this massive swig, and wincing as she swallows, she says, I'm sure someone will try to spike the punch bowl, but I don't know with what, and I don't necessarily want to find out. So we are safe with this. Yeah, that's that's a good call. Hey, like, I don't like that dude. I don't know if that was, like, super obvious. Yeah, it was kind of, it was pretty obvious. I want it to be fun tonight, though. Like, cause we, we could just, like, do our thing, you know? Okay. Is that cool? I just want to hang out and, you know, dance a lot so we can do that together. Cool. It might be best, uh, actually, to, like, separate ourselves a bit. I didn't want to, like, I don't know, be off and then fuck up your night and everything. I want it to be, you know, fun. I agree, and I feel the same. Well, let's go fucking dance. And I'll take another swig and I'll pass it back. And she puts it away in her purse, and you can kind of lead her out on the dance floor to start dancing. I pass everybody and don't look at a single one of them. Adam says, Ivy, I think she's probably always been hot, but I just don't really notice. You didn't notice? He kind of steps back from you and just like gestures at you. And he's like, no, I'm kind of, my attention is kind of taken. God, wouldn't it be great if the ceiling just got ripped off and a meteor hurtled to the floor right now and took me the fuck out? Can we please go? And then I start to tug on Q's hand and then I take Sam's as well and start to drag them away. Okay, bye guys. See you later. Without taking her eyes off of Adam, Ivy says, bye, Sam. I am not necessarily upset that it's just us. Yeah, me neither. It's been a while, and I missed it. Ivy gets up close to Adam and says, yeah, me too. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Are you really sober right now? Yeah. While you were gone, my parents possibly found out about the whole thing and took my pills so yeah ivy's eyes are immediately so worried there's like this dissonance between the glitter and like the lights on her face and like how full of concern her eyes are and she reaches a thumb up and like touches the dark under eye circles that he has i tried you look beautiful are you gonna be okay without them i don't know it's in there all right I can feel it, but um, I feel better that you're with me now. Ivy breaks out into a huge smile. She says, you want to get fucked up? Would that help or be fun? I mean, we don't we don't have to, but I've got the hookup if you want. Can we just maybe not right now? Yeah, of course. So I think I have to ask you another question. Okay. Would you like to dance with me? Of course I would like to dance with you let's go he sweeps you onto the dance floor and there is a sense of rightness in this a sense of on not just between you two but like with the people around you who are dancing too this sense of like oh they're back things are recalibrated like this is how it's always been everybody got used to this and it was really weird when it wasn't good between you two so there's like a weird calm isn't the right word but just like a weird sense of like the status quo has returned cue to caleb as you pull him and sam away says i'm sorry i i he like hates me that did not go well yeah i'm realizing that maybe i didn't think this through as much as i should have but a reaction is better than no reaction at least that's what i'm telling myself maybe just and i let go of his hand and i kind of cross my arms uh, over my chest look around me to this dance and i feel a little selfish it's catching up with me and i shake my head 
I look at Sam, and I look at Q. We can still have a good night, though. I invited you here. I mean, you can leave if you want to. I'm not gonna keep you, but you said it yourself, this place is kind of shitty, and wouldn't it be nice to just have a good time? Pretend like it's not so shitty for a minute? And I don't want to ditch you completely. We did have a deal, um, but if it would make things better for me to leave, I could stage a... We could stage a fight... <laughs> I guess. No. I've never fake dated somebody before. Yeah, it's a first for me. Sam is listening to this whole conversation, looking between the both of you, and just says, This was ridiculous from the beginning, and it's ridiculous now, and that's what I think about it. Sam gets a text uh, from Sawyer. It says, Come meet me on the dance floor. Sam looks at his phone and goes, Okay, I'm gonna go dance. Um, see you guys around. And the finger guns you as they kind of like mosey away. Sure. Uh, We'll be here. I don't think that your friend really likes me either, and I don't even know them. I just feel like I'm putting a crux in the whole night, Caleb. I'm going to move so that I'm standing next to him again, with my, sh like, arms still crossed, and just look out, kind of, like, survey everyone. I mean, I don't think a lot of people like you here. Which is so weird, because I supply every single one of these people with drugs. Yeah, you'd think that they'd kind of want to be nicer to you. At least tolerate me? Look, everyone knows my business. The... And then I just gesture to all of myself that I wasn't always like this. And even if they're okay with it, I still know they talk about me. It's not really the same, but like maybe you get some of that too. People making assumptions about you without even really having met you. I shrug. Like I said, we can still have a good night. You said you went to homecoming when you were here, right? I did. Did you actually dance or were you just selling out behind the bleachers? I don't really know how to dance. <laughs> Wait. Caleb. You don't know how to dance? Do I look like someone who has any rhythm? I look at him and then I like bite my lip. Usually what would happen is I would stand and if my date would usually like kind of dance around me and I would like try to twirl her if I could, but I couldn't really like move. And then other times she would just dance with her friends and I would just like sit and drink some punch and eat some pretzels. If stuffy private school taught me anything, if going away to a goddamn boarding school did anything for me, it was to teach me ridiculous, stupid, stuffy old dances. And I'm going to teach you now. Oh no. Stuffy old dances aren't going to fit with this music. You think that I actually learned the stuffy old dances like they were supposed to be? No, 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 no. Come on, I'll lead. So I think it's going to have to be manipulate, but we're, we'll change it to sound nice. I want you to persuade an NPC. Okay, it's an eight. <sighs> okay, to make this worth my time, teach me the stuffy old dance, but I don't have to dance all night. That's my caveat. I can sit, yeah? I nod and I hold my hand out. He takes a deep breath. <laughs> okay, but I am going to step on your toes and uh, grab your hands and you kind of twirl into whatever type of dance uh, Caleb knows in his teaching cue. So Caleb at his preppy little boarding school when he was there, he did learn how to dance. He does have rhythm. He knows how to move his body, even though so much of it has been restrained with awkwardness and general dysphoria. Um, the best part about like learning how to dance and learning how to dance well is that you can combine dancing, is that you can take part aspects of it and turn it into something else. So this is what once was like formal, like almost ballroom like training, but in a more 
more modern twist so that it is not stuffy and it is not stiff. It's very, very loose. It's very, like, fluid. Caleb is going to take the lead position, though, so that Q is in the follow position. It's hard. It's a struggle. He has absolutely no idea what he's doing, what you're trying to teach him, and your toes definitely get stepped on and you bump into other people dancing. But he's also laughing about it and finds it insanely funny that he's doing this at all. Caleb is laughing too because even though there is that part of him that is so afraid that he's going to be judged and so afraid of what other people think of him which is that awkwardness there's something about dancing that's very freeing and there's something about showing someone who is genuinely seeking something from you as well. Let it be maybe a relationship pursuit or something like that or in this case just learning how to dance at fucking homecoming for the first time. There's something about about it that's very very genuine and Caleb picks up on that and laughs and whenever there's like a very like a rough harsh step or something like that we'll turn them in a way to try and incorporate it into the dance further. Sir, you and Natalie have been dancing for a little bit together, having a fun time, when all of a sudden she stops and her face from joy turns to worry, and she's looking over your shoulder and she just goes, oh no. What? What's going on? And Sawyer's like jumping up and down, sweaty, perm majestically bouncing. You see, as you turn over your shoulder, in walks Alina, arm in arm with... Callum Banks with like a entourage behind them and she is walking in through this balloon arch like she fucking owns the place. Oh fuck. Yeah this could end really badly and you see Natalie's eyes like dart to where Adam and Ivy are kind of just in their own world completely. Should I go tell her? I don't know what would be worse so I truly Hold on, don't. Her t- I'll just shoot her text. I'll just shoot it's her gonna text. be bad no matter what. I'm just going to give her the heads up, and I'll just say, watch out, Wicked Witch arrived. Ivy hears her phone go off, and she does check it immediately, looks over her shoulder, and sees Alina with her, you know, usually bench-talky boyfriend. And then when she looks back at Adam, she sees Caleb and Q dancing so wildly, and she just goes, fuck yeah, Caleb! And, like, grabs Adam's hands, because who else would Caleb teach dance moves to when he came home but Adam? And, of course, Gabriel and Bast have taught Ivy every every type of dance that exists. So Adam and Ivy just immediately lock eyes and they know, and they start breaking into this gorgeous, uninhibited, perfectly fluid dance routine. But it's also like hot and sexy. It's like, it's everything that you would like ideally dream of in like your wildest homecoming fantasy, but like, you know, you would never do it. It's like a movie. They both know what they're doing. And Ivy remembers how fun it is to be on Adam's side and to have him on her side as they just laugh and dance. At one point during a twirl, Ivy just throws Alina one look not even a glare, just an acknowledgement before getting wrapped back up with Adam and giving him a long, very tongue-filled kiss. You get another text. Without even missing a beat, Ivy pulls her phone out while still dancing. Also, what the fuck? She just puts her phone back in her purse, and when she makes her way to be able to make eye contact with Sawyer, she just throws him a wink. Sam had 
been doing the wild dancing that they do. And so it takes a long time for them to notice that Sawyer and Natalie stopped dancing. And then they finally go, what's going on? What happened? Why is it? Why are the vibes weird now? Uh, just stupid drama. It's kind of been the beginning of this night to the end of this night. It feels like it's going to be that way. Yeah, what the hell? What is Caleb doing? Nothing. They swallow. Yeah, sure. What the fu- No, no. What is Caleb doing, Sam? I don't know. I think that- Yeah, I think somebody is calling me over hey, there. Hey, no, no, no. I just want to get some punch, you know? I'll come with you. Natalie, you want some? I'm good. I'm good. No, thanks. All right. I'll be right back. Sam is like power walking over to the punch. Power walking behind? <laughs> and like fills a cup and like starts chugging it and like spits it back in the cup. He's like, that's not punch. That's not punch. No, you should still drink it. And But also once you finish that- It already happened. That was so quick. It's only been like half an hour. What's up with the dodging? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I'll quit the game. I'll quit it right now. What? What's going on? You're gonna, you're gonna quit- I'm not actually gonna quit the game. I just want you to be fucking tell me. I, you, you guys know I hate Master Gush. Uh-huh. Can I ask you why you hate him more specifically? Because he's a fucking dick? Just that, just in general? I don't remember if like you remember when we first met and I had like a black eye, but um, yeah, Master Kush. Oh, he punched you in the face? Yeah, he punched me in the face really fucking hard. That sucks. I, I sort of swung first, but like I missed. Sawyer, that's part of this. That's like a big part of the story. Well, I swung for a good fucking reason. Why did you swing? Because Master Kush is just a fucking asshole, okay? That's not much of an explanation, but... Well, you haven't given me much of an explanation. Well, maybe it's not my thing to say! You ever thought about that, Sawyer? That I've been sworn to secrecy? I zipped my lips and threw away the key? Because I did it. You should have just told me that. I would have... Uh, yeah, I can respect that. Yeah. Do I need to, like, go fucking... What do I do? About Master Kush being here? I think his name is Q. He asked me to call him Q. Yeah, I've been calling him Master Kush for, like, so long. It feels kind of weird. Like, we were kind of the... You know, everyone knows the names, but we were kind of there at the, the origins, you know? I'm gonna just fills up some more. The last time I did this, I fell off a stage and smashed my nose open. So let's hope that doesn't happen again. It's like really gross too. Whatever this is, is gross. I don't mean to be like weird. I wasn't trying to be weird. You know what I mean? I just wanted to come here and have fun. Caleb just wanted to come and have fun too. Should I just like let it? They glance over to Caleb. Oh my goodness. He's like my best friend, but you're like becoming my really good friend right now too. This is so hard. Fuck. It's cool. I'll figure it out. Are you mad at Caleb though? Yeah. Oh, see, see, no, 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 no. That's the bad thing. That's the bad thing. I don't know. It's kind of a fucking dick move. Yeah, I don't think he thought it through very much. <sighs> All right, I don't wanna like put you in a, okay, tell me, what can you tell me without telling me? We gotta figure this out, Sam. I'm gonna just unzip like one little zipper part. Okay, one little zipper part. Mm -hmm. it, it's not the whole thing, no, no, but just, just a little, little the side mouth. Just one little bit. Yep, so Caleb wants to make me mad. Mm. Caleb doesn't like me because I did something. Mm. Caleb wants something out of Master Kush. This is like a plot to get something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, drugs? Be way easier ways to get this. Something involving me. Hmm. I'm gonna open one more zipper. Yes. Yes? Something involving me? With Master Kush? Uh-huh. The gears, after like hundreds of, just centuries of being <laughs> rusted in place, just like move half an inch, the cogs just start to turn. To make me feel 
some type of way. Can I zip it back up? And I'll <laughs> take my hand and zip it. And Sawyer just like slowly turns around and looks towards, if, if I can see them, Caleb and Q. Q is so ridiculously easy to spot in the crowd of high schoolers. Thanks, Sam. I, can't, I know she said she didn't want any, but I'm going to take this back to Natalie. Okay, bye. Okay. Sawyer will scoop a, a cup and just like lightly sip on it. Somebody put like moonshine in this. It's disgusting. Holy shit. Puts it back on the table. Out of the corner of your eye, you see your mother actively not look at you and walk right past the table. I'll just... Smile and nod at her. I'll look down and then go back out to the dance floor and make my way towards Ivy. Ivy sees Sawyer and with like her arms around Adam's neck goes, Sawyer! And then like kind of takes a few steps over and embraces him. Just gonna start dancing as much as I can with you guys. Yeah, so you fucking knew, huh? Yeah, what? Huh? Yeah, how what? You got a zipper on too? No, this dress doesn't have a zipper. I don't know what you're talking about. What? What? No. Huh? Huh? Adam, did you know? I don't know what you're talking about. You fucking knew? What I fucking know? Uh. Dude, what are you talking about? Sawyer, you're being a freak. Can you just like use English words, please? There! No point. My brother dancing with a drug dealer? I didn't know about it. I thought he didn't have a date. I didn't know about it either. We show up here and he waltzes up to, to Master Kush like it's he does it every day. I'm getting close to Ivy. You fucking knew. I, I grab Sawyer's face like with one hand and I go, Look, Sawyer, I didn't know that Caleb was coming here with Master Kush. And then I like turn his head to look at them and like press our cheeks together. And I'm like, but I do know they look hot together. You're an evil bitch. I'm sorry. You just called me a bitch. I love you, bud. Oh, walk it back on the dance floor. I yell after him and I go, you can't just use that as like an overarching excuse. Okay, fine. Goodbye. Goodbye. Some time passes. The energy gets ramped up even more and more as everybody from the school like finally arrives and the gym is just packed to the gills you see people putting their little ballots in the boxes you see that there are refills of the punch bowls being brought out and i think you catch at least ivy would catch when that happens that you see like one of the football players like walk by and do a little thing um to spike the new punch and you also see that Sawyer's mom has seen that happen. I grab Adam by his popped collar and I like pull him down to my level and I say, I'll be right back. Got some business to attend to and then let him go. And I beeline to the punch bowl and get a big cup of it and approach Mama Hook. She watches you, sees you as you walk over and she goes, well, Ivy, I didn't know that I was allowed to talk to any of Sawyer's friends this evening, but since you came up to me, I think it's okay. And I want to let you know that you look absolutely stunning. And you and Adam look gorgeous together like you always did. Ivy like kind of strikes a pose. Um, and she goes, thank you, Mama Hook. Of course. And I also know that you're not going to be drinking that. 
are you? Oh no. I take a big sip of it and I say, no, Mama Hook, this is, it's good. It's clean. I'm gonna manipulate an NPC. <laughs> I got a nine. Ivy, I have been given the job to be a chaperone here and I watched that young man put something in this punch, okay? I watched it happen. So, because I know your dads and because I know you, I'm not gonna tattle on you, but I'm gonna have to confiscate this punch bowl and I'm going to have to kick that young man out. Can I get another cup before you do that? Yes, go ahead, sweetheart. Thanks, mama. Don't tell anybody. She like blows her little kiss with her free hand and runs back <laughs> and gets another very full cup. And then she goes to Natalie. Natalie and Sawyer are dancing. Sam has removed their sweater and has thrown it aside. And like literally like the hair by their face is just like sweat. It's just like dripping wet. And they're just going at it. They're so wild like you have to like avoid and duck them to get to natalie over my shoulder as i'm like ducking through their dance moves i say the outfit's better without the sweater they stop completely in their tracks and they look at you sam is such a lightweight those two cups that they chugged are hanging with them that's what i told caleb i told i told caleb that you would like the alpha better with he lied to me he said you wouldn't care why did you tell Caleb I would want- I'm- okay. I asked him if he thought that you would like this outfit better without the sweater. And he said you wouldn't care. Well, I do care. And it looks better without the sweater. You were right, Sam. I know. Ivy, like, throws him a huge grin and then turns to Natalie. Says, hey, bitch, I got you a cup before they bring in the new punch. Oh, um, hey. And she kind of, like, drops away from Sawyer as you come. Uh, thanks. To best friends and she like raises her cup to cheers with natalie there's an expectation from you that natalie is gonna be like yeah the best friends and cheers and she doesn't she looks at you with devastation is a harsh word to use that's like a really intense word to use here but with like this sense of being on a completely different page than you are. She frowns a little bit and half-heartedly holds up the glass and like touches it to yours and says, yeah, uh, yeah, the best friends. And then like just starts chugging the drink. Ivy is very confused because she thought she fixed this, but also chugs the whole cup. And then she kind of is left with an empty cup and Ivy is not usually one to feel awkward, but the trio that she's with right now is making her feel something close to that. Sawyer is violently pumping his fist and like shoving his head downwards with every drop of the fist. You guys look great together. Seriously, like I could have called this a long time ago. Natalie looks to Sawyer. Yeah, we do. I like to think Sawyer's kind of just like in the zone dancing with Sam off to the side when that is said. Cool, how um, how, how have you been? Honestly, Sora and I have just been hanging out a lot. I, just, I haven't really heard about your trip. Yeah, it was, um, it was amazing, you know. I've never been to all those places. I learned a whole bunch of new stuff. I really needed some time away, so I think it was good for me. That's great. I'm glad you and Sawyer have been hanging out so much. I mean, obviously I couldn't really ask for anything better. Like, two of my favorite people making each other happy. Yeah, uh, he's really chill and cool and we get along, so <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fun. Why do I feel like you're brushing me off? About? In, in general, I don't... I always, like, was very blood drunk 
drunk coming into this dance and is now starting to get human alcohol drunk as well and kind of like does that drunk person thing where she like gets too close to you is like no like there's something you're doing something here i am talking with my friend who asked me a question that i answered that's what i thought too but you're being weird maybe it's just the mixing i have my own flask of stuff and so maybe it's just the mixing of liquor yeah but you're like you're like a happy drunk i mean like a happy horny drunk but (laughs) maybe i'll get there maybe i just need another drink all right i hope so ivy's really trying to like get the like girly like thing going here and it's just like not catching and she kind of like looks over her shoulder at Sawyer and then like grabs Natalie's arm and like pulls her out of earshot and she just goes wait not is this going poorly is this going bad you want to be a little bit more specific this date with Sawyer is that what's wrong no I'm fine, Ivy. Okay. Maybe I just need another drink, okay? There was some tension outside before we came in, and it was kind of weird, so... I'm gonna get you another drink. I would hurry up, and she points, and you see... You see Mama Hook, like, dragging the football player out of the gym. (laughs) Ivy plucks Natalie's cup out of her hand and has her own empty cup and, like, rushes over and refills them quickly. Chugs her own cup as fast as she can and then refills it to the top. So Caleb and Q have been dancing for a hot minute and Caleb can see that he's starting to like wind down a little bit. Like he does need a break and Caleb has more energy than like the normal person. And it's probably the wolf thing and kind of pulls him off to the side and then motions to like a side, like either like a table, a chair, something that's up against a corner just so that he has a moment of privacy. Says, go on, old man. I'm sorry. What did you call me? Oh, I'm sorry. You, you couldn't hear me. Do you do you need me to say it slower okay, for no, you? Okay, no. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Caleb. Thank you for dancing with me. Thank you for teaching me. I'm a very good teacher. Pat yourself on the back there a little bit. He's going to like motion to the side to where Adam is just like milling about stupidly. If I can get him to learn how to dance, I can do it for anyone. Caleb's going to kind of like cuff him on the side of the arm because it's the only way that he knows how to show affection to people. And then he's going to turn and make his way to the punch bowl which is where he finds ivy frantically grabbing drinks and he just kind of like stands off to the side just behind her watching for a minute is there a fire somewhere ivy is like stops her chug i knew you were there caleb i could smell you and then continues to chug i i get like i come up next to her and i'm like scooping it like getting my own cup of it and i go haha dog joke Gotta make them. Shake my head and smile and then tip the cup to my mouth. And then there's a moment where I'm like, "Mm." and then I like look into the cup and I side glance to Ivy. And then I side in the other direction to see Mama Hook escorting the football player out. I look back at Ivy and I shrug and I down the whole thing. I match you. Kind of like choke on the last sip. It's like lighter fluid. Truly, we could set this gym on fire with this. I'm a little concerned. Like, it's more of a fire hazard than anything We're doing else. it a real service by just getting rid of it. Absolutely. She, like, dunks the whole cup inside the punch bowl. Doesn't even bother with the ladle. 
Caleb laughs and then does the same. Missed you, dude. Caleb, like, looks at her and, like, from around, like, the brim of the cup kind of raises his eyebrows and says, Ivy, you know I didn't go anywhere. She, like, half shrugs. Yeah, but it was you. I put you in danger. Wait, was that? Was that why? Ivy. What do you mean, was that why? I literally, I literally almost killed you. I lean in a little bit closer and I say, Ivy, there is literally a TikTok account of me almost killing someone. The bar doesn't exist. Yeah, but- Hey, if there's anyone that can kind of understand that feeling, I think it's me. We can't be doing that to each other. Ivy just ferociously, like, knocking the wind out of him, hugs him. Some of the drink, like, dribbles and spills on the side of my shirt and then a little bit onto your shoulder. Thanks, Caleb. I use my free hand to come around, hold you there for a second. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, um, I am still sorry, though. Will you take that? He rolls his eyes a little bit and, like, looks back out at the party. I'll accept it. You've tasted pretty good, though, so if you ever want to <laughs> help me out, I'm running low on willing participants these days. Whoa, wait, no. You cannot be running low on willing participants. You're Ivy Duncan. She, like, shakes her head. She's, like, very pink in the cheeks. Yeah, you know, here's the thing about that, is that I don't know what that means anymore. Ivy Duncan was always a really easy thing to be. I'm just not really sure if what I'm doing now is that. Well, what you're doing now is that. And I motion over to where Adam, again, is just bumbling around stupidly. Ivy, like, kind of giggles, but then side-eyes Caleb. I mean, no. We haven't, like, kind of widens her eyes. I mean, we're, like, basically back together, but Adam's been, uh... Sorry, I know it's probably weird for you to talk about your brother and me, basically your sister, but I mean, no. When my brother is Adam, when that's the standard that I'm working with, there's no privacy. There's nothing. I know everything about that stupid man. Great. So me and Adam aren't fucking for some reason. Next question. Do you want to be? I do. Oh, damn, Adam, what the hell? Ivy, like, gestures wildly (laughs) with her beverage. She's like, I know. Yeah, I know. You're a fucking catch. Thank you. When you were gone, we had, like, a little, like, intervention time. And then my parents pretended like they actually gave a damn for a while. He's been getting better because he's not fucking high all the time. But every once in a while, it kind of, like, creeps out still. The goo thing stuff. I mean, he could just be holding back because he's not sure when the goo's gonna come. Please don't say that in reference. What, the goo coming? Ivy does laugh. Ivy, you're above this. He says this deadpan and then like starts to smile a little bit. Caleb, there is no goo coming. I already told you this. I live in the same house as him. I know everything about that stupid man, but maybe he's worried about someone else being present if you're involved. Ivy kind of looks off into the middle distance. Yeah, he did. Well, he said something weird right before I left my trip he he said something about well you know about alina yeah yeah he said that pretty crudely in front of all of us but he said something about like how neither of them wanted it to happen okay like he's a he's a dick yeah but he's not like that kind of dick like he's not like no i mean you know like he's of course he wouldn't no he said it was like ivy's eyes are really glassy and you notice that her cup is like empty again. It was like, 
he said that he didn't want to fuck Alina, but that like the goo made him. And so Alina like didn't consent to Adam because Adam wasn't like present. It's like he was backseat and just watching it through the most fucked up drive-in movie. Yeah, something like that. Oh, Ivy, that's fucked. I know, and I've been trying to be there for him, and, like, Alina Alina came to my house and just, like, rubbed it in my face, like, how hot it was and how good it was, and it just makes me sick that she would say that. Yeah, well, Alina can get bent, Ivy. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, no, she's... And then, like, I look to the crowd to find, like, Alina. She is dancing with the cheer squad that took her side, and Callum Banks and her macking on the middle of the dance floor. Literally, ew. It's like really tacky, actually. As much as I hate to say it, because again, like brother and basically sister at this point, you guys do it better. I mean, of course, but thank you. Okay, don't get too comfortable. Sawyer will stroll up to Adam and kind of just like wander next to him, arms crossed, just like right shoulder to his left shoulder. What's up, homie? Hey, Sawyer, how's it going? Good, you having fun? Kind of, yeah. Um, I'm realizing that it's been so long since uh, I've been in a group of people without being absolutely out of my mind, and I don't really know what to do. That's how I feel like all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, hanging out here is probably good. Hey, um, is it like we're still friends? I got the vibe that you were really mad at me, so I wasn't sure where you were on that front. Yeah, but it's also kind of been like, not just recently, you know? We haven't really been friends in like a while. Yeah. Like when was the last time we hung out, you know? Before high school. Which is cool, like I I get it, but um, hey, do you like love Ivy? His brow furrows. Yeah, why? And Sawyer will kind of look down, just nod his head, and look back up at him. I just, uh, I'm happy you guys are, uh, figuring it out. Kind of would have sucked if we didn't, because pretty sure that I've been in love with Ivy since, like, we were five, so... Ha! <sighs> hmm, yeah, I love her too. Not like that, don't worry. Oh man, I know. Uh, we were, we all loved each other at that point and stuff, so... You, um... You ready for the season? Oh man, I fucking better be. It's so soon. It's coming so quick. Yeah, it's real quick. You've been training? Yeah, um, you gonna come out to our first game? Fuck yeah. That'd be cool. You guys should all come. It should be like a big group thing again. Maybe we can hang out afterwards or something. Yeah, yeah, we should all like go do something. Maybe do something like, uh, I don't know. What do you like? What do you like to do now? Where do you hang out? You know what we should do is we should all just go to Joe's diner. Just, you know, the four of us, whatever, and leave our respective i know i can't technically leave my respective date at home since uh that's ivy but you know turn that off for the night or something and i don't know we used to all go to joe's all the time so yeah that's uh mark it in the old calendar you know and i'll like kind of just push my fist against his chest are you doing okay uh kind of different every day every hour i haven't been able to do what i've usually been doing to try to ward all the shit in my head off um so it's kind of like new experiences every day it's good that you got ivy now yeah she kind of brings some sort of calm to it all yeah she is equal parts that and chaos i think it's just because she's familiar you know i think uh us four are gonna be good i don't know if we have an option i yeah we really don't i also want us to be good Fucking me too. Oh my god, it's been like fucking. I don't even. I felt like I was the only one that wanted that for a long time, and then well, I, was I like, think maybe you were. There's a lot of shit. Well, that hurts. All right, I figured that though. I still think there's a lot of shit, but I think that we're all trying to um, tolerate each other's shit to an extent that maybe we weren't before. 
I think the diner's ex exactly what we need. Sandwiches and kind of maybe just hanging out like it's normal. Normal. You do look good, by the way, and I'll punch him, but like a little hard. Dude, you got an arm on you now, man. Thanks, though. I wasn't kidding earlier. I didn't mean to give you a backhanded compliment. I just literally mean, like, there's not a lot of people that could pull off that jacket, so the fact that you can is really dope, and also you look good. Thanks, yeah. I mean, it's really, I wasn't as worried about the jacket. It's really the perm is kind of, I was, uh, I got it, and I halfway regret it. I'll be a little honest with you. That's like, you could have gone without that. It's not like horror, but you could have gone without it. I miss you, bud. Oh, I was going to say it first. Okay, yeah, I miss you, too. Um, you might want to get back to your date, though, because, um, your friend Sam is a little wily one, and I think he's trying to steal Ivy out from underneath me, and I think he might be going for Natalie now, so... Oh, well, we're not... Yeah. You should watch out for Sam. I'll keep my eye out. Charismatic little bastard. He is, isn't he? Alright, I'm glad we chatted. Yeah, we're gonna do it again soon. Yeah, hopefully not all weird and black like this. Fuck off, and I'll, like, <laughs> push his face. Hey, get the fuck out of here, sword. Go on. As the dance continues, you see that um, Damien in just like a white button down with a black skinny tie and like a leather jacket as like a suit jacket is just sitting up in the stands next to Pharaoh who has black jeans on with like this dark green button down and a suit jacket. They have their hair slicked back in an attempt to look fancy and they have a bit of black eyeliner on and you can also see that they're wearing a fanny pack and they have somehow snuck their little rat in. You see Vic in this like see-through floral puffball blouse with this like big white collar that's tucked into this yellow leather skirt with like just like calf high white boots just like spinning and twirling around the dance floor at some point in this night naya comes up to ivy and just does like a kiss on each cheek and her entire outfit is dark purple almost black and she has this corset on top of a long lace black skirt black heeled boots She's got these like glove-like things that are almost the opposite of gloves. The fabric covers like the back of her hand and wraps between her thumb and her pointer finger and then like goes down and is laced up her forearm. And she just comes to say a quick hello. At one point, Sam gathers Sawyer and Caleb together and he's like a little drunk, kind of like jumping, like pumping himself up. And he's like, I'm going to do it. It's time. I'm going to do it. Oh, God, what? I'm gonna go ask her to dance. I thought you were gonna stage dive. <laughs> I'm never stage diving again, Sawyer. Don't even think about it. She's gonna say yeah, right? She's gonna say yes. Just one. She's gonna say yes. She's going to say yes for sure. Ivy, behind Adam, you can see Sam, and you can see them hyper themselves up, and you see them steal themselves, and you know exactly what's coming when they start walking towards you. Can I make eye contact with Ivy as Sam is coming towards you? I am downing the rest of, I had like two cups when I was over talking to Ivy, and then I've had a third one that I've just been nursing since then. I finished drinking it entirely though, just like not breaking eye contact with Ivy. Ivy. I'm just gonna like grab it before you finish the very last sip and just take the rest. Sam reaches the couple of you dancing and they reach up and they tap Adam on the shoulder and they go, um, excuse me. And Adam pauses the dance and he looks over his shoulder just holding Ivy close as they were dancing and he raises an eyebrow at Sam. And Sam goes, so I thought um, maybe if Ivy wanted to, we could dance one dance. Ivy 
looks up at Adam and kind of like touches him on the chin with her thumb. I'll be right back, babe. He lets go of you. He points at Sam and he goes, Sam, you bring her back. I just wanted one dance. Ivy like holds her arms out and she goes, all right, Sam, let's do it. So you guys were like really good at dancing. And like I said, when I asked you, I'm not really good at dancing. So can we just like sway? Of course. They like reach out and hesitantly grab you around the waist, but like almost completely arm's length away. Ivy is grinning, but not making fun. It's just so sweet. She does the same, like just barely is able to touch her fingertips on their shoulders. And she's like, Sam, I wanted to tell you, I'm really sorry that you did all that and it didn't turn out the way that you wanted. It was a pretty not well thought out plan. It was kind of a lot. Yeah, I did hate it, but I I still would have said yes if I wasn't going with Adam. Yeah, I also didn't know you already had a date and I wouldn't have asked. I wasn't trying to be rude. Sam, we're friends. I would have said yes if I wasn't going with Adam, you know. Just wanted to let you know that. I appreciate it. And I wanted to say that I know I was weird when like we kind of first met because I was like telling you how pretty you are, which you are by the way, but you probably already know that. I do. And then like, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you at the party, and I thought that we were, like, kind of friends. We are. Yeah, but I just want to make sure that, like, you know that that's cool with me as well. You're cool with being friends with me? Yeah. Just because I asked you out and told you you were pretty, like, I just want to make it clear that I am cool with being friends. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Ivy is trying so hard not to burst into giggles but she kind of half grins and she says sam you can get a little closer to me if you want i think i'm good okay great there's already a lot going on in this gym and sometimes like i don't your dress is really really pretty but i don't like the texture of it so the less i'm touching it the better that's valid i suppose ivy's like fingertips kind of slip <laughs> Because she's so far away. Oh, no, no, I see. They take a step forward, but they like move their elbows out so that they still don't have to touch your dress more. Thank you, Sam. As this is happening and Sawyer and I are like standing like way off to the side of the dance, just witnessing the two of them, I like lean a little bit closer to you and say, if I have to watch any more of this, I might just combust from the sheer secondhand embarrassment that's coming off of them. I It's actually going better than I expected. It could be so much worse, but that doesn't mean it's good, Sawyer. I think it's good for Sam. I think it's good for Sam. You go, buddy. And I'm gonna stand there in about 10 seconds of silence. Do you want to dance? Uh, oh, because cause they're having a, a dance too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we can do something. Do you want to like dance, that. like, with me? I look around. Where's Natalie? I don't know. I swear she was right over there dancing but um i don't know and you don't she she does she doesn't you wouldn't we've been dancing the whole night right i mean if i lost her she lost me too and i'll extend my hand i look at it for a minute and then i look at sawyer and there's this like so many different things like flashing behind my eyes of like fear and anxiety and embarrassment and then excitement hopefulness squashed down by fear again there's this hesitation i take your hand i will instantly lead us to the dance floor i'll grab you and just kind of grab your hands and go you lead because i'm not great at dancing slow 
some of the tension and that anxiety start to slip out of my body at that. I kind of roll my eyes a little bit and say, the lead doesn't always have to be the instructor. And I place Sawyer's hands on my waist, so then I can place my hands on his shoulders. You just need to take the first step. And as we slowly begin to sway, I'll look at you and I'll say, I don't want to make things weird. And then I'm going to try to kiss you. There's a moment where like, I'm about to say, why would this be weird? And then it starts to happen. Again, like the hesitancy, whenever you meet Caleb's lips, it's cold. It's frozen completely. It's like stalled out like deer in the headlights. And then there's that, oh, moment. And he immediately reciprocates. If you are the freezer in this situation, Sawyer is like the furnace. And Sawyer is almost more comfortable and calm and less awkward, maybe, than he has been in an interaction with you. And he'll kind of pull away after the first couple of kisses. The perm's really bad, right? There's that moment again of like the, like just frozen completely where Caleb kind of like chases after you for a moment and like comes back to himself, smiles a little bit, looks at your hair. He's going to take a hand and kind of like brush through it a little bit. You know, Adam was always better at hair than I was. I'm more the outfit guy. And even though I want to rip into this and just say this looks like it came out of a pirate's costume store and I tug like at the frill, <laughs> the lace that's at his collar, somehow some fucking how you're making it really work. Okay, that's a fucking relief. And I'll put my head against your uh, your upper chest and I'll just say, we're fucking so stupid. I lean my chin a little bit against his head and I shake my head enough so that he can like feel my head moving. This is wild, more. Of course we are. You feel Sawyer laugh. I'll start to sway back and forth. Sawyer will nuzzle up into you and just dance. Ivy, as you're dancing with Sam, you see them look away for a second and then they go, I knew they were going to third wheel me. Ivy looks puzzled at Sam and then follows their gaze. Are they still kissing when I look over? So they're like pulling apart from a kiss as you look over. Ivy is aghast (laughs) in the best way, but also like very confused. Sam, I will be right back. She kind of, like, just taps his head as she, like, beelines towards Adam. Did you, did you just, did you oh, see? Oh, yeah, did yeah, I'm see? looking at her right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. how long has that been going on for? Good question, Ivy. I don't know. I'm seeing it now in front of me for the first time. I really thought other things were going on here tonight. Master Kush and, and Natalie and, um, oh my god. Well, I just told Sawyer that we should hang out and that when we hang out, we will leave our uh, dates at home. But now we're all coupled up, so now it doesn't matter. That's pretty obnoxious of us, honestly. It is quite gross. I liked us being the gross ones. I liked everybody thinking that we were gross because that just to me meant we were really, really ridiculously cute. I mean, we are. And we're still going to be the cute ones. So I don't really think we have anything to worry about. And Ivy like kisses him. Just like all open mouth. He's still very drunk. But then like she kind of stays on tiptoe and like has her cheek pressed against his. And she looks over at them and she's like, I kind of love it though. It was about time Caleb had something going As long as they don't break up, we all know how well that goes in this group. Is that insinuating that we are 
fully back together again. Do you wanna be? And when Ivy says that, she like fully meets Adam's gaze and she's really, really asking that question. Her eyes are just super open and vulnerable. Like, really, do you, is that what you want? I fucked up quite badly before and I want anything to be able to take that back. So we can start over again. I would love that. Day one, baby. Always. She just like nuzzles up into his chest and she says, God, you always smell so good. The night continues on. At points, you guys splitting up from one another, coming back together from one another. And there's a moment where you, all four of you come together and Adam ribs the heck out of you guys, um, but all in good fun and in jest. At some points, Ivy, you split off from Adam and kind of walk out towards the back of the gym to go to the restroom. And as you're doing that, someone grabs you around the waist and says, boo, in your ear. Ivy is very concerned that someone was able to sneak up on her. She does not get startled very often, so she reacts kind of poorly and like really jumps. God, oh, what, what? You turn and you see Natalie a bit dazed. You can smell just like vodka wafting off of her. Her eyeliner's a bit smeared. She unapologetically looks you up and down. This is the most forward Natalie has ever been without your prompting or encouragement. And she just goes, you look incredible. Thanks. Ivy like holds her cheeks. I was like, you're drunk. I see that you're back with Adam now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know a secret? Yeah, what? And she kind of pulls you out of the entryway of the gym, like off into like, just like the dark hallway next to the wall. And she leans in really close, her lips touching your ear. And she says, I was going to ask you. What were you going to ask me? To the dance. I was going to ask you. <laughs> when? Like, like a, a few, a few weeks ago. And then you kind of, I don't even know if we can call it broke up with me because I don't think we were really together. So I scrapped that idea. And then you told me that I should go with Sawyer. And so I was like, you know what? If Ivy wants that, let's try that. And I like him and he's great. <laughs> and now he <laughs> likes somebody else. Okay. Um, Natalie, maybe we should get you, like, a glass of water or something, I think. No, um, no, it's, feel I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I did this on purpose, because you asked what was wrong before. I said that's what's wrong. Um, I, I thought, I thought, <laughs> Ivy kind of shakes her own drunkenness out of the way and, like, tries to focus better. I, I thought you were, like, over me. Why would you think that? I told you that I loved you. You did. That's that's true. But then you were you were spending all that time with Sawyer and I thought that maybe you liked him instead. I liked him too. Yeah, I understand. I get that. Uh sorry. Ivy like leans up against the brick wall and presses her hands her cheeks like hot cheeks sorry i just um that, that's a lot i know that's a lot to to deal with you keep telling me things and then i follow your lead and then they just come around and bite me in the ass and destroy the whole night and why would you tell me to go why would you tell me sawyer liked me when he so obviously likes caleb why would you tell me that honestly natalie that was a big shock to me 
I'm still reeling from that realization. I didn't know that. I just, I thought like, you know, you're amazing and beautiful and smart and Sawyer is amazing and beautiful stop, and smart. And stop, I, stop, what? stop. What? Stop saying that. Just true, okay? And you can't, here's the thing, Madeline. You cannot be with me. It's not good for you. Why? Because of the whole thing that we do? What thing? Like the, the back and forth thing? No, the whole... And she like gestures at her neck. Ivy's face goes from flushed to just no color. And she like flinches back from Natalie. You remember that? It happened in your room. I, that's not just something I'm going to forget. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um... You haven't told anyone, care. have you? No, I, I mean, I talked to Sawyer about it, but that's because he already knew. Oh, Soy Sawyer knows you know, and he didn't tell me. Yeah, I guess he knows that I know because I told him about it. Right. Because I saw you too with him. And you remember that. Amazing. I wasn't drunk. You had kind of sh just kicked me out of your bedroom after everything that had happened, and then I showed up at this party that you asked me to come to, and then you were doing the thing that I thought that you did with me with Sawyer. Natalie, I need you to stop talking, okay? I need you to be fucking quiet. And Ivy, like, puts her hands on either side of Natalie's head against the wall. I'm not telling anybody, but you fucking are messing with my head. I have to keep doing it. Make your roll. It's an 11. Ivy looks at Natalie deep into her eyes until she's almost like looking through her eyes. It's almost as if she can see like the electricity in her brain and she just wants to move one wire. And Ivy says, Natalie, I never bit you. I never fed on you. I never fed on Sawyer. You have never seen me drink blood. Vampires are real. You see it start to take effect in like the glaziness that comes over her face. She kind of looks away and then she looks back. I'm sorry. I'm a mess. I'm not trying to ruin your night. I knew that you were going to be with Adam and it's stupid of me to think that you weren't. I'm so- I should just go home. I'm kind of drunk. Ivy immediately like switches from that scary intensity to cheerleader Ivy, best friend Ivy. No, babe, look, okay, we're gonna get you some water and it's all fine, really, like, I get it, it's okay. I don't really think it's okay, but yeah, I should get some water probably. And we're gonna, we're gonna work on this. I'm gonna be a better friend to you, okay? And if you want me to be. I'll think about it. Yeah. You think you're gonna throw up? Just water. Yep. Okay. Okay, water. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna, like, put my arm around her and lead her to the water fountain. It's getting towards the end of the night. The uh, principal has come up onto the stage and taken the mic from Jordan and announced that in about 15 minutes, they will be announcing the um, homecoming king and queen. And you have taken a break from dancing for a little bit when someone comes up and grabs your arm hard. And it's Adam and his jaw is set and his lips are twitching and he's blinking rapidly. And he's like, Caleb, Caleb. I can't and his neck moves in a way that harkens back to the heart of Wildmore. I'm I'm trying to but I don't have the pills anymore and I can't hold it off and it's so deep in me I can feel it and like suddenly he bends over grasping at his stomach as if somebody punched him in the guts. Something's happening and he just grits out get Naya teacher's lounge 
and he's just like stumbles off half bent over out of the gym okay i see him go and immediately like my jaw is set also my arms are tensed i look at sawyer can you get naya i i'm gonna go after him okay yeah we need to maybe grab ivy my mom i do you think your mom could help with something like this sawyer no offense but like no go i'll get naya Okay, um, I'll see if I can find Ivy on my way. I don't see her anymore. I'll text her. You you just get him. I instantly start going on my phone, texting Ivy. Teacher's lounge, Adam problem, emergency. And I go off and I look for Naya. Caleb, you follow out. You can see his shadow in the dark hallway, like just stumbling down the hall. The teacher's lounge is not that far away from the gym. Thankfully, I took my jacket off a while ago and I have like my sleeves like rolled up to like the elbows again. So I'm just like, <laughs> like running. <laughs> Sawyer, you can find Naya really quickly. You saw her come in and what she was wearing and you can spot her in the crowd and grab a hold of her. And she goes, fuck, Sawyer, I told him I don't know what to do anymore. Well, we need your fucking help. All right, all right, all right, let's go, let's go. Sawyer and Naya, man, to also find their way into the teacher's lounge. It's been some time. Mrs. Hook at one point took over caring for Natalie. I think that maybe I'm just like watching Natalie be cared for and like making sure that it took effect and that she's kind of okay. And then I hear my phone go off. And as soon as I see Adam's name, I am immediately like almost running out of the gym. As you burst through the door to the teacher's lounge, Adam is struggling inside he's leaning over the little kitchen table in here knuckles white his entire body shaking Naya's just like fuck 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 and adam manages to growl out try anything i have to i have to bind him and she seems to be speaking to you caleb when she says that and then she starts saying something in another language one that sounds like spanish yet a little bit different there's a power to it something about her voice and cadence and the actual words seem to hold weight and thrum in this dark room and you can all feel this as she speaks and adam's body is reacting to the words snapping to attention a chair flies out from the table hitting him in the back of the knees causing him to sit down and then his back goes rigid and his arms fly to his side and his ankles snap together and it's only then that she dares go anywhere near him caleb ivy you too if he breaks the binding i'm gonna need you to help hold him back until i can do it again okay yeah yeah of course what do you need me to do Honestly, look for a knife. A knife? I run to the cafeteria. She starts unbuttoning his shirt as you say that, Ivy, and she looks at you and she says, do you trust me or not? Ivy looks between Adam's, like, tortured face and Naya's, and she says, maybe, I guess. What is the knife for? I have to draw his blood, okay? And as she starts unbuttoning his shirt, for some reason, this is the action that brings Adam back to himself. What are you doing? And Naya just rolls her eyes and she's like, oh, seriously, I'm not interested. I'm just trying to save your life. Sir, you find a knife in the cafeteria and you sprint back across the first floor and as you come in the door Naya holds her hand out for you to give it to her she has unbuttoned his shirt so that his chest is exposed and she winces when she takes the knife from you and she's like this is gonna hurt and then she just presses it into his skin and starts dragging it across his chest ah i run around behind where he's locked in this chair and i am going to put my hands uh like on the sides of his arms and kind of like squeeze it together a little bit more just in case he tries to rear up and i'm going to like as this is happening like lean down a little bit and say oh you've had worse i'm gonna look at ivy do you need blood no i i drank a fuck ton tonight i'm i'm fine and naya looks up to you and she goes it's the only way to do it 
No, really, it's... I don't feel it. It's him. Adam's teeth are clenched together, panting heavily. There's blood trickling down his chest. And to your horror, Naya rubs her hands in it and then begins drawing something on his face in his own blood. Something that looks familiar to Caleb and Sawyer. Something that looks like the symbol you found in the glove box of his car. And his eyes go black and he sneers. And Naya backs up and goes, fuck! And out of the cut on his chest starts to leak along with the blood, black, and it drips down his skin, and the black streams in his skin start to come to the surface, vein-like and horrifying. And Naya just goes, fight it, Adam, come on. Naya, what the fuck is going on? I don't know, Ivy, I told you that I don't know how to do this. And Adam is just like, growling and snarling and his body is like twitching in his chair her hand is just dripping his blood onto the floor and she just says to anybody in the room he needs something else he something to ground him something to make him stay ivy runs up to adam and instead of going to where his blood is she sinks her teeth into where the black goo is coming out and starts to try to pull it out of his body it tastes disgusting but you can feel it drawing into you as you feed like that on that instead of the blood you feel yourself start to not be in control of it the substance itself and you can feel it like just coating the interior of your mouth and you can feel it like moving of its own accord inside your mouth my hands are still gripped into the side of adam's arms but i'm going to turn my body in a way that i can kick ivy because i'm shouting her name and telling her to stop what the fuck are you doing but it's only hitting her like she's underwater and it's like garbled that's not making sense lash out physically to see if you have the strength it's a seven it works ivy you're gonna take one harm um as you feel caleb kick into you and throw you with the force of like the werewolf behind it off of his brother adam's like neck kind of goes up so he's looking at caleb and he's like caleb you need to get out of here just really wants you i'm going to hold tighter and i my my claws start to extend so they kind of like pierce into his arms and i'm going to like lean down close so i'm like looking over his shoulder tell it i'm right fucking here then something flashes in his eyes that isn't the isn't like the black taking over anything there's like a flash of that hit him more than it hit the shadow creature and he goes i know that we haven't been good but you don't want this i don't want you to have it i kind of like clench my jaw like push my head into the side of his yeah well there's a lot of things that i don't want but this i'll take it i can handle it adam adam's eyes like scan all of you they land on caleb they land on sawyer they land on ivy and he just kind of laughs just an adam laugh just <laughs> look at us all back together again give me a second and he closes his eyes and when he opens them again they're all black and you hear in the weird voice that's speaking two voices oh which your magic is not gonna hold me and you and he looks at ivy i have a piece of you now or you have a piece of me ivy immediately projectile vomits she vomits up like this goo mixed with like blood mixed with vodka just this horrifying substance she can't stop she just keeps heaving and gagging and more and more it's just the black goo and her eyes are fucking blown wide 
and her vision is sparking and blurry at the edges and too colorful. And she's like on all fours, just crying and throwing up until eventually she's just like coughing on the ground in the fetal position. Sawyer rushed over to you. Can I open my phone, look at Gabriel's number and gaze into the abyss to see if it's a good idea to bring Gabriel into this? Yeah, a roll your dark. 10. Your vision clouds over with just like these lucid dreamlike quality in which Adam is saved, but Gabriel is not there. It's just the three of you. You kind of hear as an echo of Naya saying he needs something to ground him. And I'll lift Ivy up like from behind. You need to fucking kiss that monstrosity right now. <coughs> what? Do what the fuck I say. And I'll try and rust you forward. Ivy like stumbles, but onto Adam and kind of just like looks up into his face, looks at the black eyes. This wave of like possessiveness washes over her and she takes the back of her hand and wipes her mouth and she says, this better fucking work. And then kisses him full on the mouth. And she like uses her vampire strength to like grip his hair so he can't get away from it. His lips are ice cold when your lips touch them. And there is not an ounce of reciprocation as you just press so hard against him in this kiss. And you can hear a voice in your head saying, you can't get rid of me now. And then you feel the tension in his lips start to drain away and you feel a bit of warmth return and you feel a slight twitch of him kind of kissing you back and you pull back a little bit and Adam blinks his eyes open and one eye is perfectly normal and the other one hasn't changed back and it's just a black void. And in his normal Adam voice says, that did something. He doesn't seem to know anything is different with how he looks. Ivy's kind of ended up sitting on his lap, like facing him at this point. Her eyes are just going back and forth so quickly between the two eyes. Adam, how do you feel? It's like, I can still hear it, but it's not controlling me anymore. And like, you see the veins, the black veins start to recede. And he looks at you and like finally meets your gaze. His face just drops into complete despair. Ivy, it's in you now. It's okay. What else was I supposed to do, Adam? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'd take it from you if I could. I think you kind of already did. Partially, at least. I'm still standing behind Adam with my arms braced into his shoulders. And this happens, but it's kind of like the heat, the rush of the moment, everything, so I don't comment on it. But if I see Ivy sitting there now, what do her eyes look like? Her eyes look normal. Sawyer in understanding the grounded nature of the situation, has his phone out and has careless whisper ready to play, looking at Ivy. Ivy kind of like stares at Sawyer for a second and she just says, don't you fucking dare. (sighs) You never know. You all hear the door creak open and then you just hear, what the hell? All five of you turn at once and standing in the doorway, holding a rat on a leash is Pharaoh. Uh, sorry, I was just going to the bathroom. I heard some weird noises. And through the open door, you can hear the mic from in the gym. And now the moment you've all been waiting for to announce your homecoming king and queen. I'm so excited to tell you all. And there's a pause for a moment. Homecoming king, Adam Moore. Homecoming queen, Ivy Duncan. Where are these two? Come up here, guys. Come up here. 
Ivy, you can hear just mumbling as no one is walking forward as the five of you, three of you covered in blood and black goo, stare at this kid in the doorway who has no idea what they just walked in on. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to support our show, you can become a patron at patreon.com queerpg. Becoming a patron allows you access to our exclusive after show, where the cast talks about character insights and their own reactions to the episode, as well as a plethora of other perks. If you like the show, remember to rate and review. And to keep up with Queer PG, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod, and on Tumblr at tumblr.com queerpg. Until next time.